0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 401.
1: One thing that I had always thought about radio is that you couldn't really target it well. You know, I didn't realize you could get so specific and really dig into the proper demographic that you want and the type of, you know, sellers that you want. So I always thought it was just more of a broad shotgun approach. I had no idea you could really get in there with the sniper rifle and hit the targets you're looking for. So.
0: the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Woo! I'm your host, Chris Arnold, today. And I am excited about my guest I have on today, Brian Stewart. So Brian and I have been working together because he signed up for REI Radio and he has got in. He's got in quickly. He's got it set up he's actually closed out some deals. And so, and we want to pick your brain today on how this whole process has been through your eyes, right? Coming in and actually saying, okay, I want to try this whole thing of radio out, right? So before we hop in, man, tell us a little bit about you, Brian, give us a little bit about your background, how long you've been in the game, et cetera.
1: Sure, sure. So I guess I've been in the business about six years. So I got got my feet wet with uh, an investment company here locally on the property management side. My brother-in-law used to work for him on acquisitions. So he kind of got me in the door, did the property management side for two, three years. And then he got me moved over to acquisitions. We started buying for you know hedge funds. And then that kind of died down a little bit. We decided to go out on our own. So I've been on my own. This is my third year on my own at this point, just straight wholesaling.
0: Selling for three years at this point, point. Yeah. and before radio, what were you doing for
1: lead generation? What, what were you trying out? Uh, so cold calling and texting. Okay, first. So that's pretty. That's pretty much all I did last year. Okay, so
0: straight cold calling and texting. So here's the big question: Like, what attracted you to radio? Why? After you heard about what we are doing, why pick up the phone, call in and learn more about it? And more importantly, sign up. What what drew you in that said, you know what? I think that radio is a good fit for my company and what I want to accomplish.
1: Right. So, yeah, there was a couple of things. I mean, the biggest thing was little to no competition. I mean, I don't listen to a whole lot. Of, yeah. It's like I don't listen to a whole lot of radio except satellite radio. But the little bit that I do never heard anybody on the radio advertising for buying houses. So that was a big part of it. And it just seemed like the the competition and the cold calling space and the texting, it's like every other local investor I talked to was doing it. You know, keeping the fresh list is always a challenge. I mean, it works. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I had a great year, the best year I've ever had last year with those two strategies, but it was just, I felt like it was just pulling teeth. It was getting a little more and more difficult every day. So I was just kind of keeping my eyes and ears open for that next next channel that wasn't so crowded. And then all of a sudden, you know, here's REI Radio and I jumped on it because I know it's limited to three people in each market and I just wanted to get in there quick and be the first one, hopefully. And I was, thankfully. So
0: yeah. Virtually no competition was a key thing. What was maybe the second thing that piqued your interest besides the fact of this thing is not oversaturated like some of the other stuff?
1: Yeah, so the other big thing was it's pretty much like the crock pot of marketing. Like you set it, forget it. You know, you've got the timer on it and it's done. You know, like you go in, record and that's it. It just keeps running. I mean, it's a beautiful thing because like there's still, I still do some of the cold calling and texting. I've got people set up for that. But there's days, you know, they're virtual assistants. So there's days they're emailing me and, oh, the power's out in the Philippines. I can't text today or, you know, whatever the case may be. Whereas radio, you don't have to worry about any of it. You don't have to worry about lists. You don't have to worry about managing people. You just record the ad. It's on autopilot and the leads just keep coming in. It's, it's pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> I like your analogy. It's, it's the uh, crockpot, right? Yeah, I think that that's fantastic because it's like you just turn on the timer and let that baby simmer cook. Exactly. And it doesn't, as you said, require a lot of management, which is what I experienced with direct mail, different things like that. I mean, they work. You just have to keep working them where you don't get the opportunity to just turn it on and let it go, which creates consistency. That's the word I hear from you. You know, I can't always be consistent if my VA doesn't show up. Right. We can make calls at the level we were supposed to that that never happens with radio. There's not a fallout. So people are listening and they're like, Okay, Brian, you got in here, like, how difficult was this to set up? Like scale of <laughs> ten? like, they're like, Okay, I'm thinking about this. But man, is this a heavy lift? Did you have to bust your blood to do it? I mean, what was your experience in setting it up?
1: I mean, the process itself. You make it as simple as it can possibly be. Like, I was actually pretty surprised at how simple it was because, you know, you hear a lot of these different courses. And of course, when they're being sold, they're selling you on the simplicity of that course. And a lot of them you get in and there's just so many components to it, it takes forever to get through. But I said, you know what? I don't care what it takes. I'm going to do it anyway. But when I got in there, I mean, I was blown away at how simple it was and how fast we were able to get it set up. So even with everything else I had going on, because I mean, I'm wholesaling full time and, you know, I was still running appointments, staying on top of everything else. I'm a one man show other than having the VA for the texting and the VA for the cold calling. Um, So even amidst all that, I got the whole thing set up, I think, within 21 days. So from the
0: time you came in, you were able to set it up within 21
1: days and be live on radio. Yeah, I'd have to check the exact date that I joined, but I know it was like right at the first of the year or so. And on January 22nd, the first ad ran.
0: (laughs) Congrats, man. I'm proud of you. That's a fast turnaround. And I love hearing that. So you and I were talking about success. The big question people are asking is, okay, great. You're live on radio. You closed the deal. Are you making any money? And you and I were chatting about a deal that you just closed on Winsley. And you made eleven thousand five hundred. Um oh, you amazing. said the average for your market St. Louis is maybe around ten. Your personal average is around eighty, six hundred. So this was a deal that you closed that was above your average. Tell us about your first deal on radio, like from when the call came in, how motivated was that person?
1: Like what was the experience? Break this
0: down, this this deal that
1: you just did. Yeah, so man, it was it was awesome. So this lady, she was elderly. Her husband had passed away. He had passed away about a year ago. She had this huge house, you know, for her, it was like 2,100 plus square feet, two-story house, two-car garage. Couldn't keep up with it. They had lived there 30-something years, raised their kids there. The kids are all grown and gone. You know, she can't keep up with the house. It's all original. And she had finally, her daughter had talked her into moving out of the house just a couple months prior. Finally you know downsizing to a smaller condo she could actually take care of, and it was a burden. She still had a mortgage on it, and she's paying her new condo payment, paying this mortgage, can't keep up with the house, still has all this stuff in it, and they didn't think they were going to be able to sell it, you know f- for what they owed on it, and they didn't know what they were doing and of course they heard the radio ad, they called, and it was a pretty quick turnaround. I mean, I got out there I think the next day, maybe, and you know we talked. And it was actually, it was one of my favorite appointments because just going through the whole process, building the rapport, and they literally started crying, her and her daughter. And while I was there, it almost made me cry because like I said, she's just had this, she's 70 something years old, had this burden of this house on her shoulders, had no idea what she was going to do, didn't think she was going to be able to get out from under it. And when I told her we could help her, they both just started crying.
0: That goes back to sometimes the heart of what we do, right? Again, we talk about transactions, but the flip side is we are solutions providers. And sometimes you get in there like you just did and you brought hope to a situation that people sound like felt a bit hopeless. So I love that side of the story. That's actually my favorite part, right? Because that allows you to know that what you're doing carries that level of significance with it, which is
1: super cool. Now,
0: I have a question for you. Did you have any competition on this deal?
1: On this particular one, no, not at all. 50 postcards stacked up. Had they been hit Mm, with text blasting? Nope. They didn't mention anyone else. I didn't see any postcards. Yeah, it was pretty much just me from the get-go. Yeah. And Brian, we know the reason
0: that is is because radio is not list-dependent. Again, if you're doing text, RBM, poll calling, whatever... The reason that it's so competitive is everyone's utilizing the same list, right? Just different methods to hit that list. But in your circumstance, right, you run on radio. It's not list dependent. You find yourself out there with someone that is completely unmarketed to at that point. Yeah. It makes that feel easier. Now, I'm curious. I know you're just kind of getting up on this. Did you feel any different walking in knowing they heard you off the radio? Was there a sense of confidence you had or maybe a way you felt they looked at you as being more of an expert or because you were on the radio? Did you sense that on this first time going out and getting this deal done?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you do get a little bit of that. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I've been on enough appointments from radio now that there's definitely a difference. I mean, it's, sometimes it's hard to describe unless you've actually experienced it. But yeah, it's a different dynamic. They almost look at you like they know you.
0: And I, and I agree with that. There's something about the radio and the television, what that does psychologically, right? And those yeah. of us that... I mean, that happens to you and me, Ryan, right? We see a celebrity that we've never met, ones that we like, maybe we love their movies, et cetera. There is a sense, I like the way you put it, that we kind of feel like we know them, right? They don't know us, but we know their stories, we watch their movies, et cetera. Yeah. So I agree, there's already a level... Let me put it this way, is what I hear you saying. There's already a level of rapport that's built. Just mm-hmm. because they've been hearing you on the radio, exactly. So I exactly. I love love that. And not only did you do this deal, it sounds like you've been on some other appointments, and you're getting some
1: good momentum around this. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we ran or I ran the first ad January twenty second, and so here we are. What is this? Two full months in now, and I did. I've closed two deals. I I didn't tell you this before we got on, but I actually. Just about an hour ago, locked up a third deal. So, and that one's already sold. I already had a buyer lined up for it. So, yeah, I'd say momentum is good right now.
0: <laughs> I'm excited because in this process of setting it up, you know, we launched in December. We're at that place now where people have gotten in as students, they're up and running. And for us, the reward we get is this right here. Like, yeah. it's working for you. I'm excited because you're excited about it, it's creating some confidence, some revenue that you wouldn't have. And particularly with everything going on right now, I see it as being even more important, right? Because everybody's revving up their texting and their cold calling if you're watching all social media, but you still have this protected thing, uh, radio on the side that is not going to get blasted with more competition like the other stuff is. So I know what drew you, radio. You gave a couple things that did, but now that you've been doing it, what do you like about radio now? And I want a different answer than what initially you oh, what, what do you like about it now?
1: I mean, I like the fact that... So I guess one thing that I had always thought about radio is that you couldn't really target it well. You know, I didn't realize you could get so specific and really dig into the proper demographic that you want and the type of, you know, sellers that you want. So I always thought it was just more of a broad shotgun approach. I had no idea you could really get in there with the sniper rifle and hit the targets you're looking for. So yeah, I definitely like that.
0: And that's a huge misconception about radio. It's a shotgun approach. It's a spray and pray model. When in reality, we know that you can target your audience by targeting the type of music that they listen to. And so, you know, as you came in, you were able to go this is the type of clientele I do deals with, and you were able to actually utilize radio to target those. We were talking about that, and you know one of the particular areas that you were working before we started recording. So let me ask you this question: and people always want to ask. I want to flip to the other side. What's been the biggest hurdle with radio? What, what's been the biggest challenge so far? We talked about all the good, but I like to ask. <laughs> what, yeah. What's the hurdle?
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest hurdle right now, it's probably just because of the station that I'm advertising on and the type of audience that I'm going after, is that I do get a good amount of leads that are outside of the area because like I'm in St. Louis, so we're right across the bridge from Illinois. I don't do any buying in Illinois. I only know like one other guy that with Illinois. And most of the stuff that we get in Illinois isn't even an area that this guy would consider You because know, that side of the bridge is really rough. So that's probably the biggest challenge. So I've been considering, you know, kind of maybe going in and tweaking the ad a little bit to be more specific Yeah, on, on the area that I want. Let's talk about that, because that's a great thing. So
0: first of all, if you're listening, you got to realize that, that radio covers a huge radius. So for yeah. us in Dallas, Fort Worth, we get calls from Oklahoma. Right. That's, that's a way. Wow. So a couple of things, Brian, that we've done on this because you know, let's kind of do some real time coaching. Right. Because we experienced yeah. thing in the game. The first thing we did is we came in and changed the language and said, we buy homes in North Texas. So that started minimizing people calling us like from another state. Right. That was like an immediate fix. The second thing that we did, though, that was really valuable is in the beginning, we started building a uh, refer list, like you've got your one guy, of people that we knew that worked these other areas. And we would pass those leads along. But I'll tell you the biggest thing it got us to do. It challenged us to strengthen our buyers list and grow our radius so that we could actually do those deals ourselves in those areas. And what's funny about that is the out of area at the beginning was like, what are we going to do with this? to then it kind of became this force that really challenged us to grow bigger. And now, Brian, where we're at after years is we're able to do those deals in areas that we normally wouldn't do. And the great part about that is it's not in the main competitive area of Dallas-Fort Worth. It's more kind of out in those rural areas. And now that we have buyers list to support that, now we get those deals too on top of that. And so that was just kind of one of the what I would say, one of the, the growth parts that we had to go through as well. So mm. I totally relate with you of what you're experiencing in the beginning. And that's yeah. kind of what we've done over time. And now we love those deals out in the further out areas because we actually have buyers for them. And so we yeah. can capitalize on them. So great, great hurdle. I'm glad you brought that <laughs> up. So now that you're processing this, wh- where do you want to go with radio? Is your mindset, hey, I like to keep my budget and let's kind of remove coronavirus and kind of all that, like (laughs) just normal playing field before that. What was kind of your vision? Do you want to keep it small and lean and where you're at? Do you want to scale radio and do more? What what have you been processing?
1: Oh, I knew right out of the gate that I wanted to scale it. it. You know, if I got results from it, and which I obviously have been, I definitely want to scale it and take
0: it as big as it can get. Yeah, I don't want to stay small. (laughs) (laughs) Right, <laughs> <laughs> we, we did the same thing as well. We have scaled it and scaled it and scaled it. So that's been my mentality. Because if the ROI is great, the yep. management of it is simple, right? The quality of lead is good, the competition is pretty much virtually none, then that's actually something I want to invest more money in. So, right. so if you're listening, right, and you've been hearing us talk about radio, and I know for some people, are like, I've been waiting to hear the first person come in and really talk about some of the success and so forth. REI Radio is at that point. And uh, Brian, I just was so excited to do this call with you because this is, for us as a company, the place where we get to kind of see the fruit of our labor. And so if you're interested, you want to go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI Radio. Again, wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI Radio. Book a call. Just like Brian did, ask questions. Again, as he said, you always got to check to make sure your market is open. Um, Brian, I believe that your area is potentially sold out, so you Mm -hmm. definitely want to be able to get in and make a move. And I will say this, right now more than ever, the radio stations are in trouble. People are pulling advertisements, so they are softening, and what we're finding is if you were ever thinking about getting in and wanting to get the best price, The time is now. That is one of the upsides of what's happening right now. Uh, When it comes to radio, is it's going to make the process of negotiating much easier because their inventory is dropping, which makes them need us a lot more as advertisers. So, wrapping up, Brian, any last thing you want to say if someone's listening, going, should I do this radio or like, what's kind of some of the final thought you might want to leave with someone that's that's chewing on this?
1: I mean, I'd say you got to do it for all the reasons that we've already talked about. You know, I mean, it's the least amount of competition. It's the easiest to get set up, in my opinion, from the you know three or four different things that I've tried. And I've obviously seen the fruits of it. So, I mean, I'm sold. I'm going all in on it this year. I'm going to dump as much as I can into it and try to ramp this thing up. So, yeah, if you're on the fence about it, I would say just do it, especially before your area is sold out. Like you said, I know I had a friend that tried to get into my market and you guys told him he couldn't, it sold out. So I would say don't wait because your area is going to be sold out if you do.
0: Brian, I'm glad we got to hang out today and uh, we will catch you next time on another episode. Talk to you later.